Hey guys, welcome to English Made Simple. This is episode 13, numero 13. My lucky number, numero 13. Now, if you're superstitious, you may be thinking, really, Milena, lucky number 13? For some people, it's an unlucky number. But in my case, number 13 is a lucky number. Anyway, welcome. Thank you for joining me yet again. Did you enjoy my last episode? I gave you some tips on how you can be fluent in English. Did you implement any of those tips? And did you do the homework I gave you? Hmm? Radio. So you may be speaking English for a while and you are curious, you want to test your fluency, you want to know how well you speak English. Right, there are so many tests you can do online. There could be some free tests you can do. I think there is one called... Let me check. There is one called CambridgeEnglish.org and test your English page. So it's cambridgeenglish.org test your English. I'm going to put this in the show notes and I will also put it in the transcription when I do a transcription of this episode. I'm going to put the links in the transcription. So this is a free test you can do. Cambridge English. Test your English. Right. Guys, what I want to cover today in today's episode are the two tests that I briefly mentioned in the first few episodes. They are IELTS and TOEFL. These are acronyms. IELTS stands for International English Language Test System and TOEFL stands for Test of English as a Foreign Language. IELTS and TOEFL. I mentioned them before and I call them the dark side of English, lado obscuro del inglés. Why would I call them the dark side of English? Why? Well, <laughs> let's uh, talk about that later. Let me first introduce you to IELTS and TOEFL. The two tests are the major players in English language testing in the world. Both of them are something called standardized tests which means they're the same in any country let's say you want to take IELTS in Chile you want to take IELTS in Australia for example the test is designed equally wherever you decide to take the tests they're the same structure same similar type of questions and you get a fair score at the end. That's the idea. They give you an official score regardless of where you're doing the tests, in whichever country you're doing the tests. That's what standardized testing means. Both IELTS and TOEFL test you on your reading abilities, listening, speaking, and writing in English language. They are designed for non-English speakers. But who wants to do these tests? Right, why are you talking about this, Milena? Who wants to do TOEFL and IELTS? Right, I have students who are doing TOEFL and IELTS. Some of the reasons, there's two or three reasons why you need to do these tests. There is a requirement. 
If you're moving overseas, if you're migrating permanently to an English-speaking country like the US, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, you may be required by the government of those countries, you may be required to do one of these tests. Another reason why you would do these tests, if you, are this, if you have decided to study overseas, if you've decided to go to the US to study, you may be required to do TOEFL test as a proof that you'll be able to comprehend, understand the lectures. If you're going to a university, you need to understand the lectures that are going to be in English. Guess what? Both of these tests are extremely long, between three and four hours, and they are not cheap, no son baratos, they're very expensive. They're about 300 US dollars. I don't know exactly now, but one of them is cheaper. I think TOEFL is cheaper, maybe by $50, but in general they're around $300 US dollars. Uh, so don't do those tests. If you're just curious, if you're just curious, you want to find out your level of English, you do those tests if you have to do them, <laughs> if you're required to do those tests. Now, let's say you are uh, moving overseas, or you're going to study overseas, and you need to do one of these tests. Which one is easier to do? Qual es más fácil? Well, let me ask you these questions. Are you comfortable with the American accent, the one from the US, or the British accent? IELTS is administered by the British Council, and TOEFL is administered by the Educational Testing Service in the US. So the whole test will be in the US English. IELTS is in UK English, so whichever you feel comfortable with. Uh, let me ask you this question. Are you good at typing on the keyboard? Teclado. Are you good at typing on the keyboard? Because TOEFL is computer-based. There's a lot of typing and are you comfortable with spending four hours looking at the screen, typing or speaking into a microphone, recording your voice? Grabar tu voz, recording your voice. Are you comfortable doing that? If so, then TOEFL is for you. However, in regards to IELTS, are you comfortable with speaking in an interview type situation with a live person? So you have an interview with somebody in front of you asking you questions. Are you comfortable in that situation? Whereas TOEFL, you have to basically speak into a microphone. It's all on the computer. So, let's imagine you have to do these tests. Well, which one is easier to do? In my opinion, IELTS is easier to do. Well, it's a bit shorter, so it's two and a half hours, close to three hours. And the topics in general are, are easier to understand. However, TOEFL is more academic. It's more suited for someone going to a university because the questions you get asked are similar to the lectures you might get in at a university. So TOEFL may be required, it's a requirement if you're going to study in the US, most likely they will ask you to do TOEFL test. So my students agree that IELTS is easier to do, 
it's easier to prepare. TOEFL has too many fancy and long words which may not, uh, which might scare you a little bit. But if you've done one of these before, maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you think TOEFL is easier. I don't know. But look, I wanted to mention IELTS and TOEFL because these two exams will test your fluency and coherence. Coherence means are you able to structure your sentences in a logical manner? Are you able to make sense? Are you able to express ideas and opinions clearly and coherently, logically ordered, easy to follow, without long pauses or hesitations? So, there is no quick fix for this, uh, for fluency. Basically, fluency comes from a lot of practice speaking. So, the best way to improve is to speak or engage in a conversation as often as you can. And remember... Keep listening to podcasts, keep listening to this podcast, keep listening to other podcasts in English to improve your listening skills. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm going to touch on IELTS and TOEFL later on, but I want to know if you guys agree with me. Is IELTS easier than TOEFL? Hmm. Alright, looking forward to that. Thank you guys for joining me. Ciao, till next time.